Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Hi, my name is Puno. I'm the founder of I Love Creatives, which is a place to get edutained and the co-founder of peoplemap.co, an Instagram marketing tool where you can grow strategically and build community. I'm based in Los Angeles, California. So I'm a, I'm a slashy. I am a high level slashy, or some people (laughs) like to call it multi-hyphenate, whatever. I mean, I am a proud Jill of all trades master of most digital things. (laughs) I am the founder of I Love Creatives, which has been around since 2015-ish. And it started off as like a Craigslist for creative people because I was starting to meet all these new amazing people through social, through also quitting my job and having more time. And then just recently, 2018, decided to pivot to edutainment And so since then, that's kind of been, it's been a wild ride, even though it's only 2018, but uh, it's been incredibly fulfilling for me. And I had a lot of hangups. I had a lot of hangups about calling myself a teacher and about calling myself an online teacher too. But now with Corona, it's been really interesting to see, you know, the playing field level with colleges now going online people being at home and wanting to skill stack and just seeing where they value their education and what do they look for. And I think I really believe in online education. I believe in the democracy of education. So I'm really excited to see more people and more teachers to learn how to educate online really well versus just like passive income. So I'm excited about that. So that's Isle of Creatives. And then People Map is an Instagram marketing tool. It grew because... We created this tool ourselves when we were trying to grow our travel app. And we basically built it because, I mean, we were stalking people on Instagram in a good way, you know, how marketing wise. 
<laughs> and and when we were you doing, wanted to see who you wanted to be friends with. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, at that time, it, I didn't even think of calling it this. But at that time, we were doing micro influencer campaigns. So and that's what we were looking for. And so Daniel, my husband, he's a full stack programmer. He built it out for me because I was just doing all the marketing myself. Uh, I needed a way to kind of just amp it up a little bit. The tools that existed at the time were like $1,500, $5,000 a month. And I was like, what? <laughs> so it was either that or spreadsheets. So we just decided to build it. And later after a year, kind of wanted to just pivot our businesses in general and ended up being like, okay, let's, well, actually it was one of my really good friends, Chelsea, who owns another, which is an agency in LA was just like, I want to use it. And so we're like, okay, we'll make people map for you, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so then we built it out and it's been around since since then. I'm primarily focused on I Love Creatives and Daniel uh, is focused on People Map. This is Kim Kohatsu, founder of Charles Ave Marketing. We're Madison Ave for small businesses based out of Los Angeles, California. Okay, so the first thing I would say is really think about your goals and realize that a channel is not a goal. So a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, we need to do a Facebook ads campaign, or we need to write this blog, or we need to do whatever. And it, you know, take a step back. Why do you have to do it in that format? What are you trying to accomplish? So really think first objective-wise before you decide on a channel, because I feel like so much of that is just, I saw this person doing it, now I want to do it too. And so being really thoughtful about where you put your messaging and why you are putting that messaging out there, I think is very important. And that's universal no matter what you're working on, right? Like that applies to everything. <laughs> also, I think, you know, <laughs> I think it, it helps to know where good help can be found. I mean, it's such an old adage that you can't find good help these days, but the fact of the matter is like so many of us are working in companies that, you know, we need contract help, we need writers, or we need social media people, or we need whatever. And it's really tough to separate the wheat from the chaff. And I feel like a lot of clients who come to me come to me because they've had really bad experiences. And so I think the way that you get around that is by spending the time upfront finding really good help you know, put your candidates through a test assignment, have some kind of probation period or have some kind of test that you've worked out so that you can develop longstanding relationships with your contract help just so that, you know, you know them, they know you, you're not just some rando coming in off the street or, or what have you. I think that's really important because otherwise you'll end up spending more time just trying to manage that. Whereas like, I think it's worth it to put in the work you know, qualifying these people. Totally. And before you share a number three, to piggyback off of that, also don't hire out of fear. Oh, that's a good one. That is a really good like, one. Don't be like, oh my God, I need help with Instagram. I need to hire someone fast. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would say before you hire anyone, figure out what your system is and like Kim was saying, what your objective is. So when you do start looking for people, you weed out people who have a big talk, but little game, little action. 
Agreed. Yeah, that's a very good one. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like this applies to everything too, but I think just really be kind. I have had so many bad bosses or bad clients or, you know, and I think that, you know, as soon as you get to a point where you're managing other people, you want those people to want to go to bat for you. And so if you are kind and generous with whatever it is that you are working on or, you know, your pay, your time, your however you you do it, those people will work harder for you if you are nice to them. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Which sounds obvious, but I think that, you know, I've had enough toxic managers in my past that have really, you know, been harmful in my career trajectory. And I think the more that you can I don't know, just take people along your journey with you and be kind and generous about that. The the better off everybody will be. This is Christina Ashley Williams, founder and CEO of Unpacking, the leading online education platform for anti-racism. We're coming to you from Tempe, Arizona, by way of Los Angeles. There's been many points in my life that have led to unpacking coming to fruition now. Throughout my career, working with different organizations, such as Boys and Girls Clubs of America, working with Los Angeles Unified School District, I had seen up close and personal these vast disparities in how your zip code influences your access to resources and how your race influences your zip code, thus your access to different resources, right? And so I found different ways to incorporate learning about these topics into the different spaces that I belong to, whether it looked like doing an investigation on food deserts in Menlo Park around like the Palo Alto, East Palo Alto area. If you think about that up north in Silicon Valley, Palo Alto, Silicon Valley, Stanford. But if you look right across the 101, complete food desert. There isn't the same sort of like access to like healthy nutrition and all that jazz. I was able to do some like youth participatory action research projects to bring in the perspectives of the young people to go and educate the city council about the needs and the demands that needed to be met in order for them to feel like they were living in an equitable society. I then had opportunities to go into teaching pre-service teachers about learning about cultural competency before entering the classrooms and kind of check their own biases before they're going in to educate other students. If we fast forward to 2020, what we see is a global pandemic, national uprisings. And in my last two years of my life, I've been working on a separate startup and I've been going to school to complete my second master's degree in tech and in business. And I learned tons of business savvy skills. I learned about investment and in VC. I learned about the needs of a tech company, but also where I was finding my interest really drawn to was like, how are we also teaching companies about company culture and like the environments that they're creating in, in these innovative spaces. And so when the uprisings hit, what I saw was an opportunity to use all of that 
information that I had collected over my years in education before I decided to like tap into tech to now create a company that combined both of these fields to serve the need that society was calling for right now. And so unpacking was birthed with the urgency to meet a demand for people to learn about anti-racism. I saw that there was a gap in education to unlearn. And diverse equity and inclusion was also not teaching the unlearning of anti-racism. And so unpacking was birthed to address that need. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.